Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper. I'm here today just to share some information from one business owner to another. Even if you consider entrepreneurship in this unstable time that we live in, um, I'll just tell you from a, really from a grassroots level, you know, there are some definite challenges that you will experience if you are choosing to start your own business or if you've already been in business, you know what's on the line. So that's why it's extremely important to, number one, do things that strengthen your endurance capacity. What's endurance capacity? Endurance capacity really means your ability to have agility through hard times, through changes, your ability to actually conform in, in a way that is non-debilitating, but in a way that is uh, powerful and will lead you to success. And so the only way to do that is to surround yourself around good people. Good people could range from, you know, colors, sizes, ages, demographics, everything. When certain people come into your life, they may not, they may show up in a way in which you did not expect. And so the universe will do that to teach you to be humble and to learn to work with other people. I'm right there with you on that journey. To be humble, to be kind, to be gentle, and to be cognitive as a business owner is critical in 2021. And let me just tell you, you know, I'm speaking from a different matrix. My matrix is I am a, I'm a black woman in America, in Colorado, and I sell pet treats. And what's cool about it is that I have a rainbow of customers and people that just love animals. And people who are not even thinking about my color, thinking about anything other than the fact that I make their pet happy because I have delicious treats and great products for their skin. And so, um, but it is very difficult for me today. And so I decided to do my, this is my second podcast and, um, I did a little radio back in the day, like little commercials. I used to work for Clear Channel Radio. Um, and people would often tell me, though, throughout my life, like, hey, you should, you should, um, you know, do radio or get into that. So my life has kind of been touch and go with it because, you know, I, I had to get over my fears of judgment of, oh, what are people going to think of me? And I honestly feel like it's easier for me to talk into a microphone than now, you know, be on camera and doing videos and graphics and all that. Um, sometimes people pay more attention to what I actually look like or what anyone looks like versus the actual information that's coming out of them. So with that being said, um, I want people to understand a few things about my brand. What is Monique's Pet Whisper? Well, I specialize in holistic healing for pets. I do this through uh, creating delicious gourmet meat treats um, that you will only find 
at Monique's Pet Whisper. I am also skilled at helping pet parents and pets to better connect and to really translate some of the fogginess that may be going on with pets um, and helping as pet owners to understand how we may be contributing to it, to anxiety in the household and how we can better manage our stress through taking care of ourselves and, and, and giving back life into the earth. So this is what Monique's Pet Whisperer is all about. Um, I'm on that, that journey because, you know, life is short. There's seasons. There's transitions. Understand that life doesn't just stop, although we're on this plane. It doesn't just end there for, for us once we have reached our plateau, which is called death, in this particular physical world, this physical body that we're in. But our energy forms continue. And I want, I don't care what nationality, what religion you are, this truth is real. And this truth is also very comforting to know that the energy of life continues. We ask the question, what, what is eternal life? What, what does that mean? You know, some people have different perceptions and, and things related to that. And that's perfectly fine. That's, that's your truth. But the truth is this. It remains constant. You know, eternal life is an energy, which means it is a constant life force. And so us being these little, you know, energy pockets that, you know, we are allowed to exist and experience, you know, these are things that we really, we need to be humble and grateful. And what I mean is, I'm not talking about, you know, employee of the year award. I'm not talking about, I got a bonus this month, or I achieved this great goal. Yes, those are great attributes. But in this discussion, I'm not really, that's not the focus. Focus is where, who, who, who are we in our extension of our business? So if you're looking at starting a business, understand one thing. As I tell my, my mentees, and I am still a learner, okay, I don't, I am learning to, but your business is an extension of yourself. And that is the beauty of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship gives someone a chance to 3D their gifts and talents into an actual physical, you know, tangible building and that's what we call a entity. We call it in legal terms, business legal terms. We call it an entity. Isn't that amazing? And that entity is actually a part of you. It's like you gave birth, you know. And so that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. But when you're not able to exhibit your talents and you want to share your gifts and you don't even like charging people, but you know, like everyone's telling you to, well, that's, that's actually a gift. And so we need to go back and continue our movement of going back to ancient times.
What does it mean to be an entrepreneur in Denver, Colorado? Do you know that Colorado, our economy is actually driven by entrepreneurs? Entrepreneurs make up the majority of our revenue and so small businesses are extremely significant. Local neighborhoods with small businesses that provide food outlets are extremely important. And it is also important that these community hubs receive funding just like all of the other businesses. And you know what I'm talking about. It's really important that people of Colorado, that we support one another, that we foster a culture of support and not judgment, not hanging on to the past of like just unethical value systems. For example, it feels like when I'm out at the markets, vending, it feels like I'm in 1945. It feels like the cloak of my ancestors rushed near me because it feels like all that racism and all the electricity is bouncing all around. Let me tell you a real true story. Just the other day, I was vending. Mind you, I sell pet treats. And I went to a location in Colorado that is considered of high economic stature. Yes, it's old money, demographic, majority, older Caucasian women, as a matter of fact. However, once me and my husband arrived, we began setting up. Suddenly, a husky gentleman, Mr. Macho Pacho, comes over to me and I'm like, okay, who's this guy? <laughs> like, why is he looking at me crazy? He goes, uh, you're, you, you're, you may need to scoot your, scoot your tent and everything look down a little bit further just in case some other people come. Now, mind you, there's like no one next to me. So I'm like, okay, no problem. He goes, uh, yeah, so, um, I'm, lo I'm looking at these pet treats. Um, looks like we, looks like we do the same business. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I said, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, well, I have a pet treat business too. And you know, you don't have the correct labeling. You, you know, and, and he's talking to me like, first, he didn't even ask me my name. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about anything about my, what I'm doing, what, who I am, nothing. And he just starts wailing on me basically about my labels. He has no idea. I'm already getting, I'm already like set up to ship some stuff out to a laboratory because I, I already know I want to be the best of the best. So I'm already on it. And that does not stop people from trusting me enough to buy pet treats that I make with love, homemade love, not in a factory with all the licenses that have no real regulations, you know, making things happen to the pet, to pet food, pets winding up with kidney stones, all kind of stuff. So don't even go there with me. Then this guy continues. He goes, well, I own this land. He tells me this. He must think I'm 
I don't know. Not from this world, I guess. I own this land and I own this venue and I own everything. I mean, he started going on and I'm just sitting here and this guy looks like he's like one of those, what is it, those uh, wrestlers. He has like a wrestler vibe. Like, oh, and I'm just like, okay. His little boy was standing next to him. And the little boy's like, what is dad talking about now? You know, and it was so awkward. And he really just like threw me under the bus as soon as I got there. And never once asked any of these other vendors, never scrutinized them, never did this. And I have actually all my paperwork. I have insurance. You know, I'm even licensed through the city of Denver. I'm even licensed to sell at the airport if I wanted to. Okay, so... He doesn't even know my background. I will school the little boy if he ever, you know, I'm just, I was like, okay, I'm going to keep my composure, but I'm going to leave. And, you know, I, a lot of the other vendors were like, don't leave. He's, he's a jerk. You know, he's this, he's that. And, you know, and I just kind of felt like, but do I have to put up with this isn't even the first time okay this has happened but as a black vent as a black female a a woman and even my husband it doesn't matter it could be a group of black people it's it's still you're still going to be in a vulnerable situation when you are out in the markets you know and so for even though I was vulnerable he's actually the one that's even more vulnerable because now he's exposed who he truly is to everyone and so um, we ended up staying. Um, my husband, he's like a wonderful sell. I mean, I thought I was good, but yeah, put me to shame. Um, no, but I'm still a beast. So, but he he did it. You know, he I, I had no, I didn't even want to deal with it. And let me tell you, people, my goal is to be. I need to have like a healthy bubble, so that I can deliver to my pets. Like you know if you want to be a racist or you want to be whatever go ahead but I still need to help I still may need to help your pet so you can you can think all the thoughts you want make your appointment pay me okay and fine your pet will be just surviving great your pet will be feeling healed you can be as racist all you want because I'm here for the pets you may think I'm an animal when you look at me you may say "Ooh, you know the little thing inside of you you see like black people dark people oh you you know you you deduce you deduce us down to animals so you don't have to respect our intellect and you then you can say that you gave us the intellect and I'm there's a certain person I'm talking to and I'm just being real about this because when we are at an event um my I have other entrepreneurs out I had another another entrepreneur that was out um at the same event and she told me like I felt like the silver she literally said silver rights this woman has like the um diddy pop smoothies the best smoothies like just hands down great brand gonna take off labels everything and does her thing it's you know and so I'm really proud of that and she even said you know this is it's a this one's a tough one and you know you 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 experience the racism like people don't want to look at you you know some people are great let me tell you lots of great people 
But I think I think people listen. You're only hurting your generations when you act like that. You're only setting them up for vulnerability. Your generations. You need to be fostering like what what you put out there is going to come back. Like you may not think it you may not think it's going to come back it now, but what about have you thought about your children and their children? And this goes for any of us in life. Everything we do will affect the generation. So I'm not just here preaching against, you know, just like the race stuff. No, this is a this is a, an issue. So we need to make sure we're cognitive and so that we're setting up good foundations for our generations, period. But I will tell you this. I um th- this is difficult. And I'm here to break a, a stereotype and a mold that that you know I don't know what where the disconnect is but I'm happy and proud that did you know I'm working with a PetSmart with only natural pet which is a PetSmart brand no I'm not getting thousands of orders of course not I just got into their retail location any of you that know about merchandising and product placement you already know what I'm talking about People have this perception like, oh, you're, you're rich. You got into PetSmart. You got, no, no. It takes time to cultivate. First of all, Only Natural Pet is, it's not like a PetSmart store. It's a plant-based store for pets. It's really cool. And, And they are headquartered in Colorado, but they have a fulfillment center. So most of their revenue is actually generated online sales. That's where they get most of their money is online. And so I, I don't know me having, you know, my background, some of, I'm going to go and talk to only natural pet about my product. I did that in 2019. That's when I first started really getting my product like out there. But I was new. I wasn't really, I knew I wasn't ready for them. There was a series of things I felt in terms of my packaging and things I needed to get right first. I know that your package, the package, your packaging can make or break you. If your packaging sometimes is looking dusty, depending on your demographic, they will not even pick it up. However, that same dusty packaging could do really well in other places because it has it's kind of like that it could be like a vibe a certain hippie kind of brown bag vibe you know and that's fine for that so you just have to kind of know how to appropriately put put your things together and that comes through trial and error and also comes through self-discovery okay so, um, starting a business is, is, is not easy and I want you all to know it's possible and I feel, and I'm here telling you this because this is, you need to do this. If you live in Colorado and let, and you're a business owner. Now, let me tell you something. I don't know if this is just a coincidence. Now I've, I've sold for a lot of bigger companies. I've, I've done contracts for, um, Dr. 
Dr. Pepper's Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. I can hardly pronounce that. <laughs> I did that for the state of Colorado. Okay. Um, worked for very large companies and being able to leverage a really big brand was everything. And plus I wasn't the owner, right? But I'm seeing, for example, me out here trying to sell pet treats. Like I've gone to breweries, like I've, you know, I've had a couple of people interested, but it's like, I feel like if I look different, if I look like Jenny with like my, like I have two, two braids that I wear, but if I was Jenny with the two braids, I would be able to do anything I wanted right in Colorado. But because I have been referenced as, oh, you look like you just got off the boat. You not, I'm not even saying any other race said that, but other than a person from overseas, <laughs> I look like an immigrant. So when you see me, people think it's so interesting. They literally think I'm not, not even a native of the land. So I go through these very unique situations, but it also can kind of, kind of help me a little bit. Maybe if people are confused, what is she? I don't know. Do you even know what you are? No, you don't. No, you don't. Because there's things called scandals and vandals. <laughs> so some of us think there's things going on in the past that, that were legit. And little did you know that Uncle Jojo is really your daddy. Stuff like that. So that's a side note. Um, but as far as business is concerned, you know, you just have to have the stamina. And so again, how do you deal with, and this seg says, segues me to my next point here. How are you managing the stress in your household? This doesn't have to do with even dealing with your spouse, dealing with your child, dealing with your your pet okay now I'm gonna go into a whole nother conversation because this is a real phenomenon that is actually affecting some people some of you are buying houses or moving into spaces and you really shouldn't even be there or you should have like blessed it first or you need to currently go grab you some sage burn it now and you know that you need to do that. If, if your space is not feeling so great, you want to create a nice space, especially if any kind of trauma has happened in the house that you, you're currently residing in. As an entrepreneur, you're more than likely very creative, very analytical, very, you know, driven. And so... Making sure that you're finding the proper balance is, is very important. Let's talk about your pet now. Because your pet is your sidekick. For many, many folks here in Colorado, I mean, most pets are actually welcome in the office. I shouldn't say most. I'd say like a lot of your boutique um, companies or, you know, your bigger companies will have that a nice little culture and it's very common so your pet's always around you and 
your pet is also very observant and they just want to make you happy when you're stressed out guess what happens they're stressed out and the other things that we we need to also and I'm talking to you there are some pets who have actually lost a loved one what kind of stress is that of the loss of their owner right if you are currently taking care of a pet or know of a pet that has lost their owner through death you definitely you definitely want to you know see if you can you can get some type of like cloak or some type of blanket or something that belonged to the deceased owner so that the pet can have something to remember them by it could be a teddy bear or whatever it is a sock i i highly recommend that i highly recommend it you know um there are some pets which leads me to my next discussion there are some pets that are enduring trauma because of the trauma going on inside of the house it will alarm you the things that are actually going on behind closed doors and pets have to witness things and oftentimes they have no control or they are subject to or succumb or have to succumb to whatever's going on there okay and so what we need to do in this discussion is this is this type of culture is not okay we're moving into a higher plane that higher plane includes having to burn off a lot of the things and the t- maybe it could be the temptations it could be things that are destroying you 